Hi everyone, it's Mark Stenson, and this is the podcast Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And you know, we have a chance to talk to some of the world's leading creative talent from publishing and film and animation, music, hospitality, medical research, and more. Today, I'd like to share one of my own creative projects and give you some highlights from one of the books I published last year, Patient Activation, The Four Steps Proven to Move Healthcare Consumers from Awareness to Activation. Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. You know, nothing is more important and personal in our lives than our health and the health of those whom we love. And at this moment in time, I mean, it's exciting to learn and consider all the ways that we have to improve our health, but it's also critically important that we follow and understand the research, the development, the discovery, and the science behind even uh, vaccines and other treatments for COVID-19. Now, my entire career has been spent with biologic medicines and genomic sequencing, robotic surgery, medical devices of all kinds. And over time, I've really seen the technology accelerate faster and faster. And at the same time, terms like personal medicine and precision cancer therapy, all of these things which used to only be in peer-reviewed journals and scientific displays, have now become part of the mainstream conversation and just our everyday language. So it's with that backdrop that I had a chance to collaborate and write a book together with Bob Bowers. He is the founder and CEO of 83Bar. And Bob and I combined our experiences, his with clinic marketing and patient outreach, and mine with pharmaceutical strategy and medical marketing, to create this book, Patient Activation, the four steps proven to move healthcare consumers from awareness to activation. And so today I wanted to share with you some key highlights from Chapter 8, Obstacles to Patient Activation. What keeps today's healthcare consumers from being a more engaged, a more educated, a more activated patient? And so I'll share with you uh, some from this chapter, if I could. An important factor to consider in the patient experience is what we call priming of the consumer. Because of Amazon Prime, the patient as consumer now has a whole different level of expectation. They expect every site to provide immediate responsiveness, credibility, empowerment, tools, videos, calculators, all types of features. In just 20 years, Amazon has been able to assemble an entire cohort of early adopters, aggressive decision makers, and people who are effective vocal advocates. And guess what? They buy twice as much, they shop twice as fast, and they happen to be 100 million people. Indeed, they just hit the tipping point. Now 51% of the United States households have Amazon Prime. And that means Amazon Prime is conditioning patients to expect healthcare providers to conduct business the way Amazon does. They take care of daily business on Amazon, then they come to you expecting the same level of service, the same level of response. But in the healthcare world, we have PPOs, insurance, co-pays, and the like. These things are routinely far more inconvenient than the typical Amazon shopping experience. So for Prime membership, we pay $120 a year, 
and now think everything has two-day turnaround. In some places, Amazon's already offering same-day services, but no matter where you live, it will be next day very soon. Such expedient convenience sounds great as a consumer, but how is it affecting all the other industries? Because those kinds of service are raising the standards for your customers. In healthcare, in the past four years, providers have made people wait 30% more time in getting the initial first appointment. It's now a full 24 days to get an initial appointment. Do you see the disconnect? It's huge. So marketing people who are tasked with getting people to move forward are working in a system doing the exact opposite of what consumers are being trained to expect every single day. The system actually hinders patient activation. It's pretty simple. We live in an incredibly fragmented healthcare delivery model, and it's mainly because there are payers, patients, and providers. All three have different agendas, different needs, and different, usually conflicting, wants. It's still an artisan business. At the heart of it, physician still practices the art of medicine. That is traditionally the delivery point. And when you're growing up and you went to the doctor, they sent you for lab tests, they gave you a medication, you went to the pharmacy, and you got the medication. If it didn't work, you went back and you got another prescription. It went on and on and on. There was, of course, a lot of cause and effect, trial and error, and that's just the way it happened. You went to the doctor that your parents went to, and occasionally that doctor referred you to so-called experts. Here's the problem with that system today. The physician that you and your family visit is trying to be an expert on a litany of ailments, conditions, causes, and diseases all at the same time. General practitioners are overrun. Most of them have been out of school for 30 or 40 years. They do earn CEU credits, but most have been educated by the pharmaceutical reps at best to keep themselves up to date. The general practitioner today is almost an impossible model. The payer is trying to keep costs down and therefore is paying less and less for each code. So what's happening at the provider level is the provider has to go faster and faster. There's less and less time to get educated. Just think about yourself. If you were treating 50 to 60 patients a day, by the end of the week, you will have seen 250 patients for the week. Would you remember anything specific about any one of them you'd seen? In 50 of those cases, it is possible that you really didn't learn with certainty what was going on with them. How do you prioritize those patients so you can spend an extra 10 hours, possibly available in your waking hours, to do research to try to become a better physician for those particular patients and genuinely understand their issues to help them better? So the system is broken at an information level because we practice defensive medicine all over the place because of lawsuits. Everything is fraught with liability. Therefore, at the end of every commercial end, there's a litany of things that could go wrong with taking a drug. So we end up in a situation where it's very, very difficult to get the right information at the right time because what we're getting has been filtered through a compliance and a legal lens first. Secondly, it's forced through an educational lens, and then thirdly, a profit-motivated lens. So it's certainly not impartial, and it's not a perfect transmittable pathway for quality information to flow to patients. 
Finally, on the other side, there are innovators trying to get products to market that are hindered by the same encumbrances. It's very difficult to talk to Mary Jane Smith on 123 Main Street. Lately, mass media and direct-to-consumer have been used to stimulate patient awareness. The problem with these routes of communication is that I could watch a TV commercial and get some idea of what a drug may do and how it may help me, but I really don't understand enough to be able to be certain. I can't be educated, so when I go to the physician's office, who only has seven or eight minutes to treat me, I begin to ask questions and describe my symptoms that haven't been properly prioritized. My questions get all clogged up in the appointment. I don't get my answers, and then it's what we used to call poke and hope. So the system is inherently fraught with fragmentation, which makes it extremely difficult to get a patient from a sense of awareness to a sense of activation that leads to a positive outcome. Instead, the system that typically gets followed results more often in six, eight, ten attempts and years to achieve an outcome that's bearable and sustainable for some improvement in a person's life. And unfortunately, the optimum outcome might be rarely reached. So this is the system that uh, Bob and I wrote about in patient activation. In other chapters, we did uh, explore some solutions and some processes. The four-step 83-bar patient activation process leads to locating, educating, navigating, and advocating for patients in the system, as I just read about. So if you'd like to know more information about the patient activation system, you can go to 83bar.com. Or if you'd like to talk about the book and the creative process and collaborating uh, that I did with Bob to craft the book, certainly reach out to me. So thanks for listening to this podcast. And I hope you join me next time when we get more advice and more expert insight about the tools, exercises and formulas creative people use to get their work out into the world. Until then, all the best in unlocking your world of creativity. Thanks for listening. Unlocking your world of creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2020